Have you ever experienced something so crippling in your life that has made you feel broken? I have. Are you someone who has a giving heart but is struggling to feel good themselves? Are you consistently putting your needs aside to take care of everyone else? If so, you're not alone. Giving starts with giving to yourself so that you are able to give of yourself to other people. Isn't it time you took back control and discovered what makes you tick? Join me in my journey and find out how you can feel better about yourself, live your best life, and share that with others. Thinking of yourself, it doesn't make you selfish. It makes you brave. I'm Nelia, and this is the Giving Starts With You podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Giving Starts With You podcast, and welcome to season three. I have had um, the summer off, which I kind of gifted to myself. This is the first time I took some time away from the podcast, but I think it was much needed and still did work behind the scenes, but I'm happy to be back, and I'm so happy today to connect you with somebody I have connected with, and I see a lot of commonalities already, even before our conversation, but I am so happy to bring um, Michael Vanzetta to the show today to just connect with us. So how are you, Michael? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, thank you. And you're out in Virginia? Yes. Oh, that's close to Washington, D.C. Cool. I've never been, you know, I've never been to that side of the... uh, of the world but you never know never know it's not that far away no it isn't (laughs) the world is getting smaller every day right so i'd love to just dive right in and tell people who you are a little bit about who you are anyways so michael vanzetta is a seasoned broadcasting professional with over 20 years of experience known for his role as the creator of paisella media content with a cause. When I heard the name of this, I'm like, I need to reach out to Michael. He's (laughs) got to come on here. Anything with a cause is like close to my heart. Um, Through his authentic videos, he spotlights frontline heroes, nonprofit endeavors, and mental health journeys, striving to make a positive impact. With a YouTube channel boasting 40,000 subscribers and a podcast titled Paisetta Media, podcast with a cause, available on various platforms, Michael combines his storytelling prowess and a commitment to meaningful content. His extensive career includes notable positions at WTWO, WSET, WJLA, WUSA, Circa, and Sinclair Broadcast Group showcasing his dedication to amplifying important stories and causes. Michael, we're going to get into this, but during our conversation, I need to ask why, why stories with the causes. But before we start there, tell us a little bit about who you are beyond what I just told the listeners. Yes. So there is a lot more than me than, uh, than media and all that. The big thing is, uh, getting out there with uh having um mental illness i have a uh, uh, bipolar disorder too and i wasn't diagnosed till i was 37 so four years ago so for a long time it's you know uh especially in working in corporate you always had to be two different people you had to be the the confident 
person that, you know, that didn't have feelings or anything like that. So, I, <laughs> so I was like that for a long time. And then until I got diagnosed, it was like an aha moment. And it, uh, it changed my mind, my relationship with my wife's way better. I have two kids and, uh, I love hanging out with them all the time and, and playing silly games. So it is, that that's what I enjoy doing with my family. But the big thing in broadcasting, it's been a part of my life for since I was 16 at, uh, at a vocational school. So it it is a part of me and that's why I want to use it to give back to people. I, I love that so much. And, you know, being diagnosed at a later, later in life, that's, um, it's gotta be kind of a relief because you go through yeah. your life and you know, something maybe not a you know not the way you think it is or you're not sure or like and then you don't know you don't have the coping mechanisms and you don't know you don't understand so it's awesome that you're diagnosed so that's great and um now you can kind of you know learn about it and just educate yourself about it and move forward with your life so that's awesome so how many kids do you have you said your family I have two kids. Uh, one's about to be nine and the other one is five. Oh. Two girls. Oh, they're still little. They're still little. I have a yes. 17, 17, just turned 17, going into grade 12. So you've oh, got wow. some little ones in the house. Yeah. So, Michael, what was it like for you growing up? Like, what was it like for you when you found out you were diagnosed? And how did it, did it change anything? Well, when I was growing up, uh, I my parents got divorced when I was eight. So I always had like some rocky moments and all that. So I always thought there was some because I was in learning disability classes. So I always felt different. I just wanted to belong and, and uh, be with everyone with those issues. So years, you know, decades later, finding out I I am diagnosed and then really deep diving and all that then i felt more like okay this isn't a bad thing and it it took a while because for two and a half years after i was diagnosed i didn't tell anyone because i was scared about work what would people think of me and uh one thing at the corporate job uh i told my boss and i was telling telling a few other people and then they said, well, if you tell people, it's going to make other people uncomfortable. So then I'm like, uh-oh, I, I can't do this. So oh. I didn't do it until my new job, because I, I consult as well. And uh, I told the boss there, and they're like, whatever you need, it's great. So I'm like, it isn't a negative thing. So then that changed my life. And then that slowly brought into, you know, I have all these skills I could create videos because I didn't have those videos even when I was diagnosed of just people talking about that because that does so much more than eight steps for a healthy life or whatever like that someone talking about what they're going through and be like hey I I go through something similar and they're succeeding so that it all balances all ties up together yeah absolutely so just going back to one of the things you said with your first um your first corporate, I was like, in this day and age, people really do need to become aware. So, because to get a response like that, that's hard because you yeah. want to put yourself into your shell. Um, I hope that 
you know, we can have some more awareness so people aren't afraid to talk about it, to talk about any mental health illnesses. I myself have anxiety and, and uh, clinical depression. And you, when you first find out, you know, it's like you feel shameful. But yes. when you do say, when you do realize that, hey, so many people are just like me. And I was actually happy because I'm like, it makes sense now. I can learn about it. I can be free. It wasn't such a hard thing to to realize. I'm like, that's what it is. Thank goodness, you know. I I'm I'm in perfect perfect people and normal people are boring. Like I just think, <laughs> yes. you know. And I think I love the response you got from your next you know position, your next yeah. job. And I think I'm hoping that that's what is going to be more common, you know, in the future. So I think that that's great. And yeah, sharing stories, you know, on your website, you talk about how sharing uh, our stories connect people. Yes. And you talk, you say that um, connecting to other people makes the world better. I love this for so many reasons. Um, so many people hide, hide behind their traumas, hide behind their labels, all these things. But when we just peel that away and are vulnerable enough to talk to other people, yeah. the things we learn, you know, I just, I love that you do this. I honestly, like it fires me up because a lot of people experience loneliness. And I think when you start to share and share stories, you don't have to be an extrovert. You don't have to be all of these things. You just connect. And without connection, it really is very lonely in this world. Yeah. And I'm a super shy person and introverted and just talking to people with this, uh, you know, I, I got my questions and everything. I feel confident. And then just talking to people about their life, like, Hey, that's like me and all that. So that's why I want people to get out of it. The same as I do of, you know, these people are doing great things with nonprofits and, you know, just succeeding in life. And, you know, it makes me feel good that I'm doing this. And, also, when I, I talk to younger people about mental health, they are way more open than people mm. who are much older than me and all that. So that's a good sign for the future that people are going to be able to discuss it, not as, you know, a negative thing, more of a positive thing and why we're all special. Yeah, and we are all special, you know. It, it's hard because sometimes we we judge ourselves and we think, uh, based on what other people think, right? Yeah. Based on how, if other people accept this or not. But like you and I know, it's so freeing when you put all that aside, but it, it is hard to get there. It's hard to get there. And I think the more, more conversations we have with people like us, the more we learn, Yeah. the more love we can have for one another, you know? I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you started making videos, like, this was before you were diagnosed, right? So, oh yeah, yeah. So why why videos? What got you started with what you're doing? So I always like telling stories, and then uh, in the vocational schools, uh, when I was in high school, they had a media production class. So I'm like, I love this stuff. So then I went to a trade school, 
And then I then worked my way at TV stations, very small market and stuff like that, and worked my way eventually to the D.C. area, which uh, I'm still here. So it's a good place to be. Uh, but I don't know, for some reason, I always connect it with local broadcasting more so because they tell more personal stories. Mm -hmm. But now we're at a point of broadcasting where they they don't tell as many stories or focus more on events than people. So that's what I want to do since I was part of that business. And it was hard for me to really get into some of the stories because it it's depressing sometimes. Mm -hmm. So just being able to not say like fluffy stories, but real stories of people just being authentic in themselves and let them talk and tell their own story like with broadcasting you have a minute and a half to tell someone's life story like what so so i i don't do i don't have a time limit let's go however far and that's a big thing of you know social media it allows anyone to have a voice and that platform to uh express that voice so 20 years ago, I couldn't do what I was do doing because you only have one option and it's this certain way. So now I could use all my skills and then YouTube and all the pl podcasting platforms help get this voice out there. See, I'm one of these people that, you know, I try not to go down the YouTube rabbit hole, but man, it's hard because I only watch certain things and I watch things that move me. Yeah. So everything I do has to be, I'm a very... Uh, emotional as opposed to like, I'm a thinker, but more an emotional, a heart yeah. person. And so, you know, I'm watching giving back videos and you keep going. And like three days later, I'm still sitting on the couch watching these videos <laughs> and literally, and you know, it, whether they're sad or real or just inspiring, they make me feel alive. Yeah. They make, when I feel things that move me, I feel more alive than so many other moments in my life. What is it you want your audience to take away from your videos? That they're special. Mm. They they mean something. They're not alone because this stuff, the the stuff people talk about, it's what anyone goes through. It's not a big event or thing. It's you know what how you're feeling in either your head or your job if you're military or you know because i talked to a lot of military spouses and they talk about some of the toughness and then how they love that group that little group that that they feel connected so bringing those stories out to a larger audience that you know that's my goal do you agree that your stories don't have to be exactly alike or even 50% alike for you to appreciate somebody's story. For you to take something and have it move you, um, it could just be one part of the story that resonates yeah. with, with that person. And that's enough. Sometimes that's enough to make us feel like we're having a better day or to help us go through different moments. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what would you say... Michael, is the best gift you've ever given to yourself that has maybe changed the way you think of, of who you are, of how you see yourself? Yeah, I, I think really going into my empathy mm. is something that 
was is really big of just you know not judging people by a cover or anything like that just really getting to know someone and being open-minded and all that. I think that that's the big thing and and patience <laughs> I try to do that <laughs> try to be patient for everyone in my family and uh and all that I think it's great because when we work, you know, not work on ourselves, but when we pay attention to who we are and we try to understand, you know, nobody really knows 100% of the time who they are, what they're going to do. And we're all just growing and learning. And But I find that the more time we take to learn about ourselves, the more we can show up for other people. And that's one of the things I love about the title, love about your videos is you know, it's all about a cause. They're not just yeah. videos to get views. They're actually meant for awareness, for teaching moments, um, just with everyday people. And I think we need to watch them. I think people need to really pay attention. Of course, attention. I like that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think people really need to pay attention. And, you know, even with ourselves, because when we learn things like that and we give these gifts, like you just said to yourself, then we can turn around and be more of a complete person, no matter what that looks like for us. And then we can help other people. And on the other side of the person, you know, we've been talking about the person that's watching the videos, but for the person who's talking and who's sharing their story, what do you think it does for them? I've gotten a lot of compliments and notes of how, you know, trusting uh, they were with me telling their story and they loved every uh, part of it of being there. And just sometimes when I talk to them within the first minute, they open up and, mm. you know, I'm not a, a psychiatrist or anything like that. I'm a guy who wants to hear about your story. So with that, then I feel like, okay, this is a safe space to for everyone to uh, talk about themselves. So that's what I love about talking to people and uh, getting the compliments saying this was wonderful and all that, that, that makes me feel good because compliments, you know, sometimes more important than money. Yeah. And I'm sure it helps them even more than maybe the, <clears throat> the listener, you know, to feel that somebody trusts and, you know, people say, Oh, I'm going to want to give you a safe space, but they say it like, it's sort of like a cliche thing, but when you really think about, when someone doesn't feel safe and yeah. when you give them a safe space, how much that, how big that really is, how, how needed for some people that really is. And, you know, I think it's great. I think it's great for the person telling the story. I think it's great for the person watching the story. So on this show, we quite often celebrate um, people who are doing what they love as their work, you yes. know, so I'm I'm dying to ask you, how does it feel as, you know, doing what you love as your job, as your income, as your, you know, bread and butter? How, how does it make you feel? Because not everybody can do it. Not everybody right. has had that gift, um, you know, and my goal is to try to help more people um, do what they love, right? How does that feel? It's amazing because you're right. It doesn't happen that often and be able to tell these stories uh and relate and it be more of a emotional level as opposed to a technical level then it 
you know, makes me feel amazing uh, to tell these stories. And it, it's fun because I, I love editing and video and some of the things are depressing and I don't want to do that stuff. So I'm glad I get to do more of the positive, authentic stuff. I love that. And you have two little kids and they're watching you do what you love. I mean, who says you have to hate your job? Like, honestly, right. you know, we all grew up saying, oh, you got to go to school. You got to do everything in this order. And if you step outside of that, you're not going to be accepted or you're going to fail or you're going to, you know, so kudos for you to to do what you love. And I, I respect that very much. So thank you. And you're helping people everywhere. Thank you. Yes, that's my goal. I'm not great with compliments either, but yes, thank you. <laughs> Who is, right? Yes. But when we get to that point in our life that we kind of, it's okay. It's okay to take compliments. It, it's not the easiest sometimes, but it's it's important that we do that for ourselves too. So, so I just want to ask you a question because we do have a lot of listeners um, who suffer from different mental illnesses. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about what it's like um, to live with bipolar, being bipolar, and also what people, what you would like to see different? What would, like, maybe you've had a conversation with someone who doesn't understand, and maybe there's something you'd like people to know. So people are a little bit, ask a little bit um, less dumb questions, maybe. I don't know. I just, you know what I mean? Like, People just need to become educated sometimes about certain yeah. things. Um, so is there anything you wanted to share with us at all today about that? Yeah, before my di diagnosis and treatment, it felt like there's a party of 100 people inside your brain and they're all yelling different things at once. So it, it, it's very busy. And then sometimes it just feels very sad or very happy for a very short amount of time. So now I have treatment, I'm taking medication, uh, family support, uh, psychiatrist, therapy, uh, you name it, I'm, I'm trying everything. And that brings me now to more of a calm, which then I could actually think. And then that goes the creativity and all that, which people with bipolar disorder have. So that's why I'm thinking that's more of the superpower. So I just talk to me more as a person as opposed to, oh, this person has bipolar disorder and all that. You can't, everyone has, everyone treats their mental illness differently and that just makes them a different, uh, a special person, not a, a someone who's just an illness. Yeah, thank you. And people label, you know, and just assume. Um, and there are so many types of people as there are, you know, types of situations as there are types of story, like no two people are alike. And yeah. you have bipolar disorder, but you're still you, you're still Michael. Yeah. Um, you are not the disease. It's something that's a part of you, but you're not, you shouldn't be, um, labeled as that you know or because people i mean it, there's nothing to be ashamed of when you have a mental um a mental illness but sometimes people can make you feel um different than that sometimes yes. people can yeah. make you feel like you are different and i think that's just a lack of knowledge sometimes but i want people that are listening to really understand even for me like anxiety i always hear people say oh she's just crazy you know and 
there are people that are medically crazy. And that is a term that is used in the medical world um, for yeah. certain things. Um, anxiety is not that, but just it feels so condescending when people use certain words or certain things to describe you without really knowing who you are. So I just want people to know that these are a part, these things are a part of us. They're not who we are. We don't identify just with that, you yeah. know? Um, and I think that's really important because you need to see the person. You need to see the person behind everything. And um, yeah, yeah I that's just where empathy comes in and all that. Then we could have real conversations about each other. Exactly. Because everybody has something that they wish either they could change or that they struggle with, or maybe they don't want to change. Maybe they love that about themselves, you know? And um, we all have something. And I think if we just have these conversations, watch these videos that you that you're presenting to the world and just treat each other with love and respect, you know, giving love is free. You don't have to spend any money to be kind to somebody, you know, because yeah, some you know. people say, oh, I can't give. I don't have any money. You know, I bet you the money is probably the last thing on the list people need. People need the conversations. People need the love. People need the kindness and understanding and the empathy, like you said. Yeah. Yes, they do. What are some of the things that maybe you've heard people say that you'd like them to rethink or maybe that people shouldn't say? Like with me, it was like, oh, she's just crazy. Or because I, I'm a very emotional person, it's like, oh, great, she's going to cry again. You know what I mean? But now as an adult, that's the part I love about myself the most is my heart. Whereas before I used to hide it because I didn't want people to think, you know, a negative thing. But now it's like, no, I celebrate that part of myself, I guess, because I understand it better. Yeah. I think for me is just talking to people and being able to, for them to fully listen and not like discredit or anything like what you're feeling because feelings are feelings. They come up. So that's my, my thing when people are like, oh, you should feel this way. And like, but I do yeah, blah, 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 yeah. upset you and stuff like that. And uh, I think that that's a thing that I find more upsetting is just people not listening. Yeah, no, discrediting. That's a, that's a big word. It's like, it's like, for me, I would rather get a negative response than get indifference. Right. It just hurts, right? It hurts more. Whether it's we have a mental illness or whether it's just anything, whether we're, yeah. you know, I'm a heavy girl or, you know, my ears are funny or whatever it is, I think we all need to practice some some acceptance of different people. And um, yeah, I, I watched some of your videos before we recorded and I just loved it. Like it made my day just, you know, lighter lighter and i think we need to share our stories with more people for sure thank you yes and that's the big thing for me is getting a wide variety of stories and different people and all that because i use whatever uh tv skills i had so i can make a two-minute story and or i can make a 30-minute story so telling the stories and telling as many as i can that that's my goal I love it. I love that there's so much purpose and intention behind what you do. And that's why when I when I heard, you know, 
Uh, we connected online and I heard about that and it was all about message with a cause and all, you know, I was like, I got to check this guy out because I really <laughs> enjoyed it. And I know my audience is going to enjoy it. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, they could go to paizetamedia.com and uh, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook and YouTube and uh, come say hi. <laughs> and talk to me. And uh, if you want to share your story, uh, I'll put it on as well. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Is there anything we didn't talk about today that you want people to know about you, Michael? Uh, just that I'm going, I'm doing this at a, this is, you know, my life mission and all that. And uh, I hope people take it as not someone just trying to make money or anything like that. This is truly what matters to me. And I want to help as many people as I can. I love that. You know, but don't be afraid to make some money because the well, more yeah. money you make, the more people you can help too, right? <laughs> that is that is the big thing. And that's my goal to grow and be a, a, a big media company so I can tell as many stories as possible. I love it. Well, it sounds like you're doing fantastic and you're succeeding really, really well. So thank you. Yeah, it's, it's it's so great to connect with you today. And I really just, you know, I feel like you're very genuine and I love that. I I have yet to have a person on, on, the, on the show that I haven't connected with because they're all like, I don't know, I just connect with these heart-centered people. And I'm so glad to have met you today and thank to have you. you come on and tell me, you know, and open up about a little bit about your life and who you are. And uh, yeah, I'd love to keep the conversation open and, and check out some more videos. It's awesome. Yes. No, thanks for having me. And thanks for watching the videos. Yes. I got to watch some more. You know, like I said, I can go down this rabbit hole, but it doesn't make me, I never feel like it's a waste of time because if something moves me, I might get an idea from it. Or I might say, hey, maybe I can help somebody with this idea. Or maybe, you know, it's a great like prompt for my own stuff too, right? Yeah. So I, I love it so much. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Keep doing the amazing work that you're doing. Never stop doing what you love. And uh, we're going to connect soon. Thank you. Thank you. And bye, everyone. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe or leave a review. See you next week on the Giving Starts With You podcast.